Welcome to You, Me, and the SEC, the podcast about the intersection of SEC football and culture. I'm sorry, the, the Cowboys and Buccaneers are playing. Is that Tom Brady? Well, not yet. Uh, the Cowboys are on offense. Oh, so he, it like not, literally just started. Right. I'm um, not turning around to look at it. Well, there's no score. The so, <laughs> um, what, what's your NFL predictions this year? Oh, you know, I have no idea. <laughs> It's like I don't really. I'd love to love to find out. Where is Dak Prescott playing these days? Uh, he's playing on the field right now with, da- with Dallas. It's I like starting him. quarterback. I like him. You're a Dak Prescott guy or lady? Yes, I am. Oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> you would qualify as one of those. Yes. No, um, I like Dak Prescott. I think he's really good. I think he's a really nice person. I like he still goes back to Mississippi State sometimes. That's cool. Yeah. Don't forget your roots. Yeah. Uh, the Bears won today. It was very mm-hmm. exciting. Falcons gave up a huge lead. Is that why you're wearing your Bears shirt for the I first am. time in about 12 years? Yes, I'm a Bears fan again. Whenever they have a winning record, I'm a Bears fan. If not, I'm blissfully unaware. Which, that shirt's really soft. I've stolen it for like the past 10 I've years. I've had the shirt a long time. Yeah. It's an old shirt. It's a good one. Uh, but anyway, we are not here to talk about pro football. No, we, we are, are not. We are here to talk about semi-pro football, a.k.a. college football, a.k.a. the SEC, a.k.a. what is happening in College Station. What a fun weekend. Oh, it was the best. I, it was really one of, I, the game results helped for me personally, but it was one of the better Saturdays in a long time. Yeah. Just top to bottom. Right. Chaos, great games, upsets, you name it, it happened. It was mm-hmm. wonderful. Right. Start to finish. I'm sure, like, there are fans that are like, okay, like, they're clearly saying this because they're biased. But I feel like objectively. Well, you're going to have to get over that because <laughs> that's just the way people. I, I, listen, we don't hide it. We see it how it is. I do. Nobody knows who I follow. We don't hide it. We say it how it is <laughs> as you wear your Georgia sweatshirt right now. <laughs> How's that tea coming over there? It's good. Is it? I don't know. I haven't had it yet. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. So how are we going to structure this tonight? Well, we've talked about that. Right. But we're not going to like go into like the nitty gritty of every game no, is what I'm we trying felt, to say. Yeah. So we felt last week that we got a little too gritty in the nitty. Cut that one. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't work like out. That one. Uh, but um, yeah, it just, I think also you were next to death uh, when we recorded. Oh, wow. I mean, it was pretty rough. Yeah, I know. I really was very. So I think we're going to do things it. a little different. I think we're going to go over the scores real quick so that if you did not pay attention on Saturday, perhaps you had an activity that got you outside in the world. Yeah. Uh, perhaps you uh, were reading a good book, mm. right? Perhaps you were enjoying the last few uh, Saturdays of summer. Mm. Uh, we were watching football. So let's go ahead and, and kind of just run through the scores real quick. Um, probably the uh, most, uh, I don't even know how to say it. It, was, it wasn't really the most anticipated because everyone thought it was going to be a, a blowout, but it turned out to be one of the most bizarre games of the day. Alabama, number one in the country, beats Texas 20-19. to 19. Unranked Texas. Unranked Texas. Not unranked anymore. I do, I do believe. I think they're ranked. Oh, okay. Um, Which is crazy. uh, So, yeah, Alabama, number one in the country, survives the trip to Austin, 20-19. At the same time, Arkansas was taking care of business at home, beating South Carolina 44-30. to 
in a game that really was not close. It was just very high scoring in the, the second half. Vanderbilt, our dear Vanderbilt, fell for the first time this year, losing to number 23 Wake Forest, 45-25 to 25 in Nashville. Missouri ugh, went to Manhattan, uh, Kansas, yeah. and it did not go well. They go down 40-12. to 12. There was a huge delay in the middle of that game. What's oh, up really? with all the, I don't know, was it weather? Did you look into I didn't that? know. I didn't even know there was a delay. Yeah, I, we've had a lot of delays. Yeah, I know. What's going on se- in the middle of the se- country? Because that's weather. where they are. We have no time for you. Uh, we go to the 3-30 window now. Tennessee winning in overtime against Pittsburgh, 34-27. Uh, good win for Tennessee on the road. Avenging the loss from last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Georgia sauntered their way, so to speak, to a win over Samford. Uh, 33-0 shutout. Georgia's still yet to give up a touchdown That's right. this year. Uh, in College Station, the upset of the day, Appalachian State over Texas A&M. The sixth-ranked Aggies go down 17-14 to um, in that upset. Uh, one of the, the key upsets of the day, maybe not the top one, but you know, right up there. And then the nightcap. Uh, the games. Well, no, I take that back. There's one even later. But your four games at seven o'clock, seven thirty windows. Uh, number twenty, Kentucky winning in the swamp, twenty six to sixteen, holding Florida scoreless in the second half. Ole Miss wins big over Central Arkansas, fifty nine to three. Auburn twenty four sixteen winners over San Jose State on the Golden Plains, and LSU bounces back in a big way, taking down Southern. 65 to 17. And then finally, the nightcap, the one that you did not stay up for. And I went to bed at 1230 uh, when Mississippi State handled Arizona 39 17. So that's our results. Uh, all games on Saturday this week. No no uh, LSU shenanigans on, on Sunday as the NFL returned this week. So what we're going to do is just kind of talk about our big takeaways, our lessons learned, so to speak. And then we'll also have some time at the end to revisit our locks of the week, uh, which a bit of controversy, perhaps. Uh, and then also we'll look at how betting with Brittany uh, came through for you uh, as well. So why don't you tell us, like, what was one of your your takeaways? I feel like some of these games could kind of be divided into categories. And one category that I saw is a group of teams that just kind of went and just took care of business. You know, and that would be LSU, mm-hmm. Ole Miss, and Mississippi State. That mm-hmm. they just went, they did their thing, and then they left. Okay. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that they're, I, I don't know, I think there's there's good to that. You know, I think when you're playing, like, especially an FCS team, you, you want to do that. To me, right. like, that's the goal, is you go... You win and then you leave. LSU was up fifty-one to nothing at halftime. Right, like it was like so there's that, no. It's a good feel-good thing. After, there's no story right, to it, right. even right. So I, that was one takeaway, and I, to me, that says something about some of these teams. LSU, it says it's they needed that. Right. If they didn't have that, it would be really bad. Right. Um, and then Old Miss and Mississippi State, I thought that that was an interesting. They did not struggle at all. Well, that's a Mississippi State. I mean, it was fairly close in the first half, and then they eventually pulled away a little bit in the second. Uh, but that's, you know, Arizona, they won their first games against San Diego State. That may be a team on the rise. Um, of course, they couldn't go much lower than they were in the Pac-12. 
But uh, yeah, and, and Ole Miss had no problems. Said they weren't anticipated. But you know, the last thing you want to do is against the FCS team. This happened off the top of my head. Kentucky last year, they were a game with Chattanooga in the fourth quarter. So you definitely don't want that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, business taken care of. That's a good thing for those teams. Yeah, definitely. What about you? Where's some something that stuck out to you? So let me let me just sit on Mississippi State for a minute. Okay. I think Mississippi State's the real deal. Mm. I think that this is that you talk about a trap game. Heading out to the West Coast, two time. Well, actually, Central Mountain is Arizona Mountain Time Zone. You seem like a time zone expert. I time zones confuse. How's me that math? So much <laughs> time zone math. I feel like you know, it's like that Julia Roberts meme where she's our GIF, where it's like she's like trying to do math, all the like calculus in her head. Is that Julia Roberts? Yeah, that's not Julia Roberts. Yes, it is. No, it's not. I think it is. There's no way. That's uh, what's her face from Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> I don't know. That is not. I don't know. Who wait, that with the is. like the calculus. Yeah. The the I gift. That, I always thought that was Julia Roberts. There is no. That is not Julia Roberts. If that's Julia Roberts, I have not been doing my life well. Okay, I'm going to look that. Not up. to say you aren't, but uh, there's oh. no way that's Julia Roberts. Okay. We'll put it in the show notes. Yes. Anyways, that whoever that is, that's how I feel when we talk about time zones. So I am not the person to ask. But it's just wild. Like you go from Starkville to Tucson, which is literally like almost halfway around the world. And you I think Arizona's just mountain time zone. So you're only like losing one hour. But no, we go from here up to southern Kentucky, which is if you look on a map, just just a little bit over to the to the left, and we're losing the same amount of time. That's true. It's crazy. I mean, Time's crazy. That's how anyway, it is. back to this. Mississippi State, you would think, okay, trap game starting at eleven o'clock Eastern time. 10 o'clock Central. I think this might be a game where you might sleepwalk a little bit. They got LSU on the road next week in Death Valley. That's going to be the game that kind of catches their attention. But, no, they go out and take care of business. I think State's the real deal. I think LSU, Auburn, uh, maybe even Texas A&M now, you're seeing maybe some teams looking a little bit weaker in the West. Uh, Arkansas and Ole Miss, you know, look pretty strong. Alabama, you know, you never know. So I think Mississippi State is in good position to really push forward toward eight, nine, even potentially ten wins this season, um, it, it's going to be obviously a challenge with the the East teams they play, Kentucky and Georgia. But I think that being able to go out west and handle their business like that, winning by what fifteen points, uh, no, twenty two points, uh, it's extremely impressive. So yeah, I think I said this at the beginning. That... Okay, well, calm down, like. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I just, let's go ahead and, and... I just feel like I knew that Mississippi State was going to be good. Okay, well, I never said they weren't, and I would just no, like... you did, to, I think. Well, I said they go 7-5. and five. But, like, I just think that, you know, in a Saturday where you're seeing teams losing to supposedly inferior teams all over the place, Mississippi State, who's getting no attention, like, I think that they are right at the same level as Kentucky and Arkansas, and they're not even ranked. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that they're right there, and I think you know this coming weekend at LSU is going to be a chance for them to continue to, to build. So That's we'll see true. We'll see how it goes. That's true. What's your next one? Um, continu- I, continuing with the Mississippis. I, I feel like Ole Miss and Mississippi State might be sneaky good this year. Okay. 
And is this going to be like 2014 Battle of the Mississippi? Oh, you seeing some 2014 vibes here? I'm I don't know. I just okay. it's, it's some okay. whispers in the wind. Okay. So I'm just keeping an eye out. So I think for that to happen, you've got to get because what you'll notice with the polls is that for you to rise in the polls, you have to beat a team that's supposedly ranked higher. Mm-hmm. And I see Ole Miss with that. I, I don't know if I see the schedule for either team because I think State had a chance with A&M being good, but I'll, with them losing. So A&M's their fifth game. I don't know if they're going to rise. I think they're going to have to play the long game. But, I I mean, it's I would put both of those teams up against their 2014 version right now, and I would feel comfortable with picking those or the 2022 versions to win those games. Mm-hmm. I really would. And, you know, so much about 2014 was all the other West teams kind of imploded, right? So, and I don't know if we see that happening with Arkansas. I don't think Bama imploded, didn't they? No, not Bama, but like the rest of them. Sure. Like, I mean, it it was crazy. It wasn't just like LSU was not good that year. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, there's other. There were other things that happened other than them just the Mississippi's being good. Right. Um, And. So, what was I saying to that? About that Mississippi school being good? Anyways, I don't know if that if that's laid out this year because you do have a phenomenal Alabama team and a really good Arkansas team. And I don't – who knows what A&M's going to do? Who knows what A&M's going to do? Yeah, they looked really bad this week. But, again, I don't think we can count them out. Right. So – I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Keep an eye on Mississippi. Okay, so let's shift gears. Let's actually go to College Station because it's funny how we have these lessons and and we we start with like the the Mississippi schools had a very nondescript weekend. <laughs> yeah. So let's get to okay. where the let's get to where the news is and Good the point. news is in College Station. I think Jimbo and Texas A and M. I don't want to say a divorce is coming, but man, we got problems. Yes, there's like. And I've talked about this at the beginning of the year. It's like you almost can't win if you're Jimbo because you you've like cooked up this long game of expectations, and there is just, there just has not been consistent results. And there's always crappy performances. I don't know what they're doing on offense. Like right. their 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 quarterback play, offensive play. North Carolina scored sixty three points on uh, on Appalachian State last week, mm-hmm. right and I don't know if you knew their quarterback, North Carolina's quarterback, is this guy named Drake May, whose older brother, Luke, played basketball at North Carolina. Oh, who had okay. the game-winning shot in the 2017 Elite Eight game versus Kentucky. You'll remember. I do remember that name. Yeah, yeah. well, I remember that game. It was very painful. So his brother, Drake, scored 63. Anyway, long story. But they scored 63 on Appalachian State, and A&M scored 14 at home. Right. It's just ridiculous. It is absolutely some, ridiculous. Like, they were not there was just in that game. some sort of disconnect. And, like, when we looked at A&M's schedule, we were like, okay, they're cooking. Like, Miami, you picked Miami to beat them, and they play this weekend. And, like, look at their schedule after Miami. Then they have Arkansas and Dallas. Then they're going to Starkville, and then they go to Tuscaloosa. And then after their off off break, then they go to South Carolina, who's you know okay so far. Ole Miss at home, Florida at home, at Auburn, UMass, LSU. Like I could see six and six easy. Mm-hmm. I could see six and six looking at that schedule. Um, I also could see eight and four, which is perpetually where A and M is. And I just think you know you got this recruiting class in like if they're so good, play them. 
right? I mean, yeah. you know they're there with depth, but like now to be fair, this is an offense in App State that scored sixty one points and they were hold to held to seventeen. But at the same time, man, you can't be losing that game. And I just I don't know if Jimbo the only thing now he's got to win a national title. Mm-hmm. Like if he doesn't win, like it's been this like slow burning like cooker pressure cooker there for him that he's got to at this point win a win a title and it's very frustrating as I'm very neutral with Texas A&M I don't take joy in them winning I don't take joy in them losing but it's got to be frustrating uh and you know Miss Rev is not happy and you know I I compare it a little bit to Georgia because I feel like you know with hiring Kirby they hired him to win a national championship yeah and it took him what six Seven years? But they were in the national title game in, in year two. Exactly. And, like, they had three years where they like, so close almost. Right. But, like, they had gotten there. You know, A&M's not made the playoff. Right. It's not particularly – well, they got close to COVID year. But besides that, they haven't even been close. So, I don't know. It's, it's you know, it's uh, – in Alabama, we saw Saturday, does not look – untouchable mm-hmm. so again if you're an a&m fan you watch that alabama game and you're like oh what's this right T- texas of all teams like mm-hmm. almost beats them like this is our year again we could and then you go out and lose that game so i think it's, it's just it's extraordinarily disappointing and i look at that schedule and man that's you know that's going to be a tough road I, I i think if you if if you're a&m like nine wins now becomes like that's pretty good, but is it good enough? I don't. I don't think so uh, at See, this point. They're not, was... uh, but they're not going to fire Jimbo. But those West Virginia comments look interesting. Uh, <laughs> after West Virginia lost to Kansas this weekend, so well, I also. I mean, like, and you say they're not going to fire Jimbo. I think he does have at least another year or two left. But oh, at least, I mean, they're not going to fire. Right, because I'm saying they're kind of in a pickle. A and M because they put a lot of eggs in his basket, right? Yeah. You know, and who else would you get? You know, oh, like well. I feel like he's he, you know, by name is pretty cream of the crop. Yeah, he has a national championship to his name, right? You know, he's the supposedly great quarterback coach, but yeah, we just I don't haven't seen it. I don't know. Part haven't of me is like maybe it's just Jameis Winston. I haven't seen it since Jameis Winston. Right, so. right. But so, but he has that reputation right. of that. So I don't know. It it'll be interesting to see that. Do you see what Johnny Manziel tweeted? No. He said, "I think I have two years of eligibility left." Ooh, that'd be something that, spicy. Well, no, but I mean, that's you talk about if you're like the quarterback Haynes King. Oh yeah. Like, that sucks. That does. Right. Suck. That sucks. So like, yeah. it's just a mess and. You know Miami's pretty good. I don't know if they're gonna if Miami will win, but hey, if App State can come in, and you know where game day is going next week. Yeah, Boone, Boone, North Carolina. Did you see the clip where it was on the one? Well, I guess one of the main stretches in in Boone where you had these students coming from one side, mm-hmm. and then the the camera pans over and the students see them coming from the other side, mm-hmm. and they meet, they run and meet in the middle. It's the best thing ever. So I, I have a new love affair with. App State in Boone, North Carolina. I've talked to you okay. about that. Yes, yeah, it's a, it sure. Seems, it seems like a great place to be. Yeah, it will be a Saturday for sure when they play Troy. Uh, okay, so uh, what do you have next? So another category of games I have, kind of, and it goes along because A and M is in this category. Is there's still some teams with some quarterback issues? 
and I think A&M is one of them, Mm -hmm. as we talked about with Haynes King. And I'm going to throw Missouri and Auburn in there as well. Um, Missouri, as we said, lost significant, pretty significantly, right, to Kansas State. At Mm -hmm. Kansas State, it was not like a we-didn't-see-this-coming kind of loss, but um, Missouri did not look great. No. Um, Offensively, like, they don't have – they're missing a quarterback. They're missing a lot of those key positions and being able to make plays. Right. Um, and then kind of the same with Auburn. They, um, who they play? San Jose State. Yeah, right. They played San Jose State and they, you know, won by one touchdown, right? Well, it was less than two. <laughs> and we'll talk about that later. Um, and they did not look dominant. And a lot of that was is they don't, their yeah. quarterback leadership is just not You're there. You're trying to play two. The old adage is if you're playing two quarterbacks, you don't have a quarterback. You know, Ole Miss played two quarterbacks. Well, maybe they don't have a quarterback. They were also playing Central Arkansas, <laughs> so we'll, we can uh, and they're playing. Uh, at, they're in Atlanta for Georgia Tech next week, so yeah. we'll we'll see about them later. Uh, I think Eli's in big trouble. Yeah, I think Eli's in big trouble. I think that there is zero buzz. Like there is zero buzz, and it's funny he came from App State, and the last two coaches who've left App State, uh, him and. Louisville's coach Scott Satterfield they're kind of in the same boat there's just like no buzz it's mm-hmm. like they're stuck in neutral and look at App State right, right. And, I mean it's just interesting how that works how the program is in such a good good spot yeah I think I think Eli's in trouble I think you got to play the kids like you got that you got to get Luther Bird in the ball more you got to let him cook mm-hmm. because they're just not that, that there's no there's no buzz Kansas State's a great te- well not great but they're a good team uh, they're right. they're going to be in good shape in the Big 12, we think. Um, so if you look at Missouri's schedule, they got Abilene Christian. you got to take care of that business, right? Mm-hmm. you got to look, get things going again. They need to move categories and then they're, next and, week. And then they're at Auburn, and that really, I mean, you hate to say that's a like put-up-or-shut-up game, but that's a chance for you to get some buzz because mm-hmm. then they got Georgia-Florida, and that's not going to look good for them. So you're looking at two and four straight in the face if you can't um, – if you can't do something at Auburn, so they play Kentucky late this year. They do, yeah. Which is so, going to be a benefit to them, I think. Yeah, I mean, you would think maybe that by that point they've got it, uh, they've got it built a little bit better. But you know, it's it's just not looking good. I think Eli, uh, I think he's going to be the next coach that'll be fired. Yeah, I, I think that if you, if you're coming in, you know, I predicted Missouri to go four and eight. And I think if they come in at four and eight, five and seven, I think I definitely think he's gone. So they've uh, they got some work to do. I think they're in some trouble. That is true. So we'll see. May, hopefully, those quarterback issues will be answered soon because nothing is more frustrating than having quarterback issues for an entire season. Right. So I do not wish that upon any of them. Um. So yeah, what do you got? Now you 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 kind of wish it upon Auburn. I mean, I mean you wouldn't mind. I it. don't know. I I just. What I'm if, starting to feel bad. What if them. Auburn beats Georgia in a couple of weeks? Okay, well, how I hila- don't feel bad. How hilarious would that That's be? That's not going to happen. Uh, so, uh, Alabama. Let's talk about Alabama. First of all, can you imagine being at practice this week after you commit the most penalties of any Alabama team in Nick Saban's tenure? That's so bizarre. What do they, you think happened? I don't know. I think it was wild. At Texas, I, I had to it give it up. Too. That I tell you what, people like punching at Texas for good reason. Texas look like an SEC 
environment and team ready to rock and roll when they come here it in a really couple years. It really did. I think it that was an awesome game to watch. I think that was a big, big part of it was I think two of the big factors that they maybe didn't account for was the hype of game day and how crowded right. and crazy that crowd was going to be the whole game and how incredibly hot it was. Well, I mean, that's not a problem for Alabama. No, it was like 108 degrees on the field. The, again. No, but still, I I don't know. I think I know it's hot where they play. Well, I know Alabama's hot, but I feel like that is hotter than normal. Well, yeah, but it's the South. I mean, it's got. Yeah, I, I don't know if I buy the weather. I, I'm, I'm put. No one has said that, but you're just making apologies for Alabama. No, I'm not. You're a secret I'm, homer. Now, please. Uh, I'm not making apologies. I'm just saying I wonder if they didn't factor in those things when they were, and that because like penalties, like that's not and like that is to mental, me that's a mental, mental thing. And a lot of their penalties were just they had a lot of false starts, they had a lot of offsides, they had some stupid personal fouls, just right. dumb. Like what are you doing? And they were really hot. <laughs> oh, poor guys, get them some water. <laughs> I know. Um, so anyway, um, in Texas, there's a lot of things that Texas did. They dropped a touchdown pass, missed a field goal right at the end of the first half. I mean, it was right there. And and Bama was able to, because of Bryce Young. I mean, it was Bryce Young. That's who Bryce won the game. Young. It was Bryce Young. But here's the problem. Bryce Young is amazing. They don't have anybody wide receiver. Like, there was nobody making, like, you th- I mean, think about the last decade, all the wide receivers that, that Bama's had, right? Can we, let's just go a little snake draft right here. Amari Cooper. Who else they got? Julio Jones. Jared Judy. Oh, I remember him. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I can't remember anymore. Devontae Smith. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Um, who else did they have? I'm going, I'm going blank. Oh, yeah. Anyway, there's a lot of them. Yeah. I, th- I thought I'd be better at that, but I, I well, clear, clear. Cal- Calvin, Ridley, Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. There's okay. another one. So I mean, they've got all these like stud wide receivers that you just kind of, you know, last year Mechie and um, oh, hit Riggs. I mean, they got all these players of the last decade that like um, are just absolute studs of wide receiver. Struggled in that position, right? And but you saw it a little bit last year. And it's continued this year. I mean, they, they really didn't have anyone out there making a play for them when it counted. Jameer Gibbs was phenomenal out of the backfield catching, but like besides that, there really wasn't any consistency. And, and that may be something to watch. I don't really take this as an indication of Bama is going to be like 10 and 2. They're going to lose. I, I think this, in some ways, is a one off. The penalties, I think, is, is so. I don't think this is an indication of like. Oh, they're going to definitely lose, you know, one or two, and it makes them more vulnerable. I think it, it's great for the sport that you see like what you thought was a, a totally dominant team actually get challenged. I think it would be helpful for the other SEC Titan to get that potentially this weekend in Columbia. Your thoughts? Um, I don't want that, but I mean, who knows? You I mean, it'd be know. fantastic for it's the sport. It's a noon game in Columbia, so fun things happen. Uh, but yeah, I think Alabama—they uh, seem to have a lack of playmakers on offense. It's something I thought I would never say. But listen, Texas has a lot of talent. If you look at their composite recruiting rankings, they're top fifteen, top ten, top fifteen, somewhere in there. Uh, so you've got to have the players to be able to match up with them. So that's going to rule out some of the teams Alabama will play. 
but not a ton of them. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. That's that was my other point. Is more. I think Alabama's fine. I feel like some people are like losing their mind that they're fallible at this stage in the season. Yeah, which to me is just interesting and a little like makes me chuckle. But like I don't think like the way Bryce Young ended that game. I mean, he looked like it was like a spring practice. Yeah, he was like not flustered at all in that environment. I think they're going to be fine. Can we talk about the play though from that game, the end zone safety that wasn't? Yeah, that well, was so weird. I love it because it's basically like you'd have to go back. It was early second half. Texas, it seems, has tackled Bryce Young in the end zone for a safety to take the lead. I think at that point, um, but they call it <laughs> penalty. They throw a penalty for targeting. And you look at the the replay, and it's like, no. I mean, there's no way. Or it was like roughing the passer, though. It was I roughing think they, the passer they and then targeting. Roughing yeah. the passer. And as it turns out, when they were tackling Bryce Young, he actually flips over acrobatically, and his knees don't touch the ground, and he throws the ball away. And it looks to be like this is going to be an incomplete pass. <laughs> and, then the ref, and I give the ref a lot of credit because I, I feel referees usually are like, well, we called it. We have to stick with it. But they were like, <laughs> he goes – the play was described to me poorly or, like, incorrectly. I don't even think it was the play. I think it was the call. He was like, the call was was the, not told to me right. correctly. So I, if which that, I think is... But if that is a way to, like, sneak your way out of, like, a terrible decision because Bama and... Actually, Texas ended up getting the better end because they would have gotten two points. Bama had the punt. Texas kicked the field goal. They actually got net one out of that. But if... Uh, if that had been kept, and there were a couple other calls during the game. Bama, like, pass interference was very optional. And, yes, they had all these penalties, but it's just a bizarre game. It was a bizarre game, and that call was really bizarre, too. And, um, yeah, I think the uh, the refs got lucky that they called a targeting so they could review it because yeah, there was no way that they would be able to review that's it unless point. it was targeting yeah that's a good point so uh so anyway bama just so we know the next two weeks uh louisiana monroe and then vanderbilt at home so, okay, so. Uh, they'll get a roll on october 1st they're in fayetteville so that's going to be kind of a big deal uh on uh on the first of october okay so uh do you have one more no Oh, you don't? No. Well, I do, <laughs> okay. and you know where it is. Yeah. You know where it is. I'm going to go refill my tea. Oh, let, let me you talk a little a bit about the Kentucky Wildcats. Okay. Oh, nope. Oh, 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 oh. There it is. Okay, so I just had to go on a little tour. <laughs> what a cluster that was. Gosh. <laughs> uh, well, my, my point here is uh, Kentucky and Tennessee seem to have formed a second tier in the SEC East. There was a um, – there was an assumption, I think, at the beginning of the year that you had Georgia and then you had like everybody else and then you had Vandy at the bottom. Uh, the everybody else, people were like, well, maybe South Carolina is going to be in second place. Look out for Florida, Tennessee, Kentucky. Look out for Mizzou, right? But it seems that we only have two teams that are kind of in that second tier. That's Kentucky and Tennessee. I think people are very much sleeping on Tennessee. It was a very gritty win, but the Cats – I in still, Gainesville. I still feel like Florida is in that category with them. You think so? Yes, they beat a number seven Utah. Okay. I feel like you can't just after You can't two just strip them yeah, out of that? Yeah. Okay. But, well. I mean, I mean, Kentucky clearly was the better team. Right. So that's why so. I'm saying that they had looked like they were cut above. And Kentucky left 
You had the safety where the punt over the head. That's two points. He had missed extra points. So that's three points right there that they – so, I mean, and Kentucky had, I think, four or five red zone trips. They only had one touchdown. So there were a lot of points that they left on the board. That could have been a 20-point win easy. Um, so so it's not a perfect game for Kentucky no, is what you're saying. They made a lot of mistakes, a ton of mistakes, and yet, like, the defense in the second half was unbelievable. Now, there is some speculation that Anthony Richardson – got hurt like maybe the second play of the game got rolled up basically a kind of a low hit well he didn't look the same no as the first week and it was really wild because i expected them to run him a lot more and he just didn't run much and when he did kentucky spy they had a spy on him basically uh and a, a linebacker or two just tracking him and kentucky's defense was just beyond great in the second half um getting the pick six, the only touchdown in the second half scored by the defense. So I think that it overall, and then Tennessee gets down by 10 early, I think, at Pittsburgh. They come back, win it in overtime. Uh, kind of had some Purdue vibes. Uh, I didn't really watch that game closely, but I know that you know they had a, a what Tennessee does, long vertical threats going downtown. What is uh, Purdue vibes for oh, us from the, non-SEC? The, from the Music City Bowl. From last year, oh, yeah, okay. my mistake. So, but in any case, it was a it was a very gritty win. They had a lot of or some relative offensive struggles in the second half, but the defense stepped up. Defense steps up for Tennessee; they're going to be very hard to beat. So, I think Tennessee and Kentucky have cemented themselves as the second tier in the SEC East, uh, and we'll see how that goes. They're both ranked in kind of the nine to fifteen range, I think, right now. Uh, Tennessee plays Florida in two weeks. Um, Kentucky has two manageable games and then heads to Oxford. So uh, those are two teams that should be up there for a bit, at least ranked up high. So we'll see how that that turns out. It was a really that I mean the the Bama Florida the Bama uh, Texas game was really fun because it was Bama and Texas. And it was a little unforeseen, but like we knew going in that this Kentucky Florida game was going to be good, and it was. Right. You know, so I, I count that that was really one of the better games this week, Mm -hmm. and I think we knew it was going to be, and I'm, I'm glad it was. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. It. It mean it makes it does make Kentucky a little more nerve wracking to me. Mm. Okay. Oh, you mean from a Georgia perspective? Yeah. Yeah, no. where is that game? It's a long time from now. I know. Oh, it's in Lexington. It's in Lexington. Mm-hmm. It's the mm-hmm. second to last game of the year. Are you so. going to drive up for it and leave me? <sighs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> you know, it's the first weekend of Thanksgiving break, so logistically, we'll that see. That would not look we'll great. See. Both teams are 10-0. and 0. Yeah, that would be. Could well, maybe I'll just Maybe we'll just drive up separately so we can drive home separately. Yeah, well, that would be. That would be necessary. Um, okay, so there were a couple other games. Arkansas, Spencer Rattler threw for like 350 yards, but it was in kind of in a comeback thing, so can't really take a, a whole lot from that, I think. But Carolina's got work to do. Um, Arkansas's, Arkansas and Kentucky are both ranked in the top ten. Yeah. So look yeah. out. Um, I wish they played in the regular season. Yeah. That would be a really good game. Well, they'll have to wait till Atlanta. Um. Is that the dream we had last night? What's that? Is that the dream we had last night? Is that the dream who I had last night? 
Okay. You're really good at that. It just took me one what time these to remember. A few moments later. All right, okay. we're not doing this right now. Okay. <laughs> um. All right. So I don't think there was any other. Was there ones. Any other? Oh, Vandy. Okay. So listen. Okay. I, you want to talk about Vandy? Uh, you know, I'm just sad. Um, because Vandy was like up early. They got a goal line stop, and I'm like, oh, here we go. Right here we go. It didn't didn't work out. So yeah. it was that was kind of sad. But Vandy, hold on there. Hold on tight. Uh, they're at Northern Illinois. If Vandy gets that win, they've already exceeded their win total from last year. And then after that, you got to, you know, losing out. <laughs> got all the conference, the yeah, yeah. So that's it. we'll see about that old Miss game. Yeah, but, uh, or Missouri. Yeah, that's true. That could be South an Carolina at home. So yeah. there's there's possibilities. All right, uh, I think we hit everybody. Yes, uh, yeah, looks like it. Let's do our lock. Well, of the Georgia. Oh yeah, Georgia. Georgia. It looked fine, but honestly, like they think they moved to number one in the AP poll. Yeah, well, that's because of Alabama. But so. that was just because of Alabama. Right. I don't think they. Everyone was like, they went and took care of business. I did not put them in my taking care of business category for a reason. I feel like they could have played better, but oh, definitely they didn't let a touchdown to Samford. Thank goodness, I would no. been really mad. So we'll see about next week. Yeah, I, I think it's I, – I don't think it's going to be much to – I mean, you look at that schedule. I mean, they're not going to sweat until Florida, I think. Yeah, we'll see. I, I mean, they will sweat. They're in Columbia in September on Saturday, but uh, I I just don't see anything close. But, again, I thought it, Bama would win by double digits every game this year, and here I am already wrong. There you go. All right, let's do betting with Brittany. You know, what about the lock, my lock of the week? No, we'll do that at the end. Oh, okay. Because that's where the controversy is. Oh, okay. okay. Betting with Brittany, how'd you do? I don't know. I have them written down. You have okay. to tell me because okay. I don't – this is a let's little do this. over my head. Yeah, All right, so I had math. Arkansas okay. covering. Okay, so you had Arkansas uh, minus eight. Uh, you hit it. That's you hit right. it. Arkansas won by two touchdowns. Uh, so you got that Arkansas pick. Okay, what right. else? I had pit covering. Okay, so you had uh, well, Tennessee was a six and a half point favorite. Okay. Uh, so you had, you picked Pitt. Yeah. Okay. Tennessee won by seven. Oh. You know, here's the stinky thing is that it went to overtime, right? Yeah. That's the stinky thing about it is that, you know, let's say Tennessee misses the extra point in yeah. overtime, you would have won. Gosh, that hurts the bank. Yeah, hurts you know, that's tough. All right, it comes down to, oh, I see what your last pick is. Uh, Florida what, what covering. You, yeah, you picked Florida to cover. No, that's not even close. Why do um, you suck at this so bad? I'm really bad at it. It's just, oh, you know, please. one of these days. Um, so, uh, yeah, Florida, that didn't so work. So I one and two, so you lost two. money. You lost money. Yep. It was really tough. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see if you get back on the right track next week. Locks of the week from last week. Let's. I'll go ahead and say mine. I predicted Auburn to win by less than two touchdowns. Lock it up, baby. Auburn wins by only eight points. Okay. That's less than two touchdowns. Congratulations. And then your lock of the week was what? My lock of the week was that A and M App State would be a very would be the closest game in margin the, what, like the points in the game. Yes. And that was incorrect. And because that was incorrect. Texas and Alabama that was a one point game. However, so I feel like you the are now oh for two in locks of the week. I Man, feel like you the are struggling. Are you going to let me argue? I feel like the spirit of my pick needs to have some kind of accolation. 
Accolation. Is that the right word that I will get Accolation. for? Accolation. Okay. Oh, I nailed that one. <laughs> You didn't think I'd get it, but I, I did. That you I get in some accolation. Let <laughs> me give you some accolation for that. Gosh, I'm coming off as a complete idiot tonight with math and words. You're on fire. Jeez. Georgia high school education. But I think I should probably not say that since I'm a Georgia high school teacher. Georgia. Yeah, that's true. Um, that being said, that was a very good call that I made to put that game on a hot seat. And when I said that, you're like, what? Huh? What? Okay. And then I was like, oh my goodness. No, for the audio, I, we are gesticulating wildly. Should over I here. second guess myself? And then I was like, no, I really feel like App State is really good and Texas AM is going to choke at some point. And look at we that's what we have here. But why didn't you just pick them? Like, that would have been like God level lock of the week if you could have said the upset. Like, we would be. Like, we probably would have stopped it because if you called that upset, well, how could we beat that? I didn't but you think didn't. it you was going to be an upset. You went for margin for victory. <laughs> you tried to hedge your bet, and you ended up losing. you got to be brave. I was brave. That was a very good pick. Gosh, <laughs> give me some kind of credit. The Wiggles on the audio here. Is that the name, the Wiggles? I, think I that's don't know. The technical I'm done. Term. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. So, uh SEC football is not done. <laughs> we'll move on. Uh, you know, if the uh, if the SEC championship happened today, uh, it would be Kentucky and Arkansas All right. in well, the SEC fine. championship game. So uh, I think that's what we uh, that's what we need. Real quick, uh, September seventeenth uh, next week. Just a few highlights. What's happening? Auburn hosts Penn State. Okay, that should be a fun one. That was Penn State won a close one last year. Of course, Georgia is in Columbia. Um, LSU is hosting Mississippi State. It should be a fun game uh, in Death Valley. Texas A&M has Miami. Late night kickoff in College Station. Uh, and then let's give a shout-out. Arkansas hosting Bobby Petrino and Missouri State. And Bobby comes in uh, to play a top-10-ranked Arkansas team, which is where Arkansas was a lot when Bobby Petrino was there. Mm, okay. So it should be nice. Okay. Be interesting. Any last thoughts before we end tonight? No, my blood pressure is up. Oh, for two locks of the week. What a disappointment. You better think about that next week. I'm one, one of one, by the way. Thank you, San Jose State. Uh, I'm Ben. Pretty. <laughs> this is Ben. You're so disappointed. Just, just go.